Thanks for listening to the Life Church Boise weekly podcast. We hope you enjoyed this message from Pastor Mark Bohr. For any other messages or other resources, please visit us at lcboise.com. is referred to in the in the scripture as the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. Anybody here been baptized by Jesus? Well, if you if you've received this gift, you have. It's not baptism in water. In fact, uh, uh, John, John the Baptist, not the other John, John the Baptist. He he said. In verse 11 of Matthew chapter 3, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he who is coming after me, Jesus, is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. What does Jesus do? He baptizes people with the Holy Spirit and with fire. to, to baptize, we, well, we know what that means. Well, we know what that looks like, and many of us have experienced what it what it looks like. What it, it the experience is to be baptized in water. Okay, it's very similar. It's just not water. It's just the Holy Spirit. All right. So you know when someone is baptized in water, they are uh, immersed with water. They are whelmed, as the Greek means. They are whelmed with they're overwhelmed with water. Water covers them. They go under the water and they come back out of the water and they're totally wet right but you get baptized in the spirit and you get soaked all right really it's an experience that this jesus that's his deal it's one of the things he does he baptizes people in the holy spirit now uh another verse i just give to give you a couple here and then while I'm talking, if some of you say, you know, I have, I've never had that, uh, but I want you to get this tonight. I believe uh, it would be right. And you, oh, and you want this? That'd be like saying, hey, you want some ice cream? And someone said, no. It's like, what planet are you from? No, I'm just kidding about ice cream, but kind of. Uh, when it comes to the gifts of God, yes, in Acts chapter 19, it says that uh, while Apollos, verse 1, was at Corinth, that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus, finding some disciples, he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And so we can see that the Lord, uh, not the Lord Jesus, but Paul recognized that someone could believe, but yet still have not received the whole, have not had, have received the Holy Spirit, right? So that'd be a good question. If you're a believer, any believers in the house, did you receive the Holy Spirit since that time? Sure, you came to Christ. And come to find out these people hadn't because they only knew about John the Baptist and that baptism. But, you know, the assumption was that they had, but they hadn't received the Holy Spirit. And I, I, would, I would venture to say, 
even though this is the only time we have this recorded, probably not the only time Paul said that in his many years of ministry to people. Hey, would you get the Holy Spirit since you believe? All right, so that's a good question. It's a valid question. They said, we didn't know there was a Holy Spirit. Well, in case you didn't know, there is. Because then he talked to them about Jesus. They got baptized in water in Jesus' name. And then he laid his hands on them. Uh, somewhere in here verse 6 Paul laid his hands on them the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke with tongues and prophesied alright so John said Jesus is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire uh, Paul came along and said to this group you receive the Holy Spirit when you believe they said no or said we didn't know there was was one he laid his hands on them Spirit came on them they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Is that cool? I speak with tongues and prophesy. If you don't, you might want to. And that's what we're talking about here because it's, it's of great value and great benefit. And it's one of the things Jesus wants to do in every Christian's life is baptize them in the Holy Spirit. Okay? Uh, and then... I'm going to give you two more. Can I give you two more? I'm trying not to make this a long teaching because I don't could you know but uh, Acts chapter 6 in Acts chapter 6 the uh, apostles were dealing with a lot of natural stuff and they said we need to pray and we need to spend time in the word we got all these issues with all these different ministries going on and the widows and so forth and, and, and said, uh, they said in verse 2 of chapter 6, it's not good that we leave the word of God to serve these tables and do this stuff. He said, verse 3, therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation. Notice you have to have a good reputation. He said, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom that we may appoint over this business. He said they need to have a good reputation, good report. They do things right. They got integrity. They got character. They need to be full of the Holy Spirit, and they need to have wisdom. Now, how many know if you leave any of those out, your 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 stool's about to topple, right? Uh, as far as someone who wants to be used of God, they want to be uh, used of God in a greater way. You've got to have these things in place. Now, sometimes in the church world today, people do give. Rightly, they give good attention to things like um, having a good report or a good reputation and having wisdom, but sometimes they leave out being filled with the Spirit. And I'm telling you, you can never do the fully and completely to the full potential what God wants you to do until you, ref until you get full of the Holy Spirit. That's just one of those things, and it's super important. But they said, if you're going to find someone to do ministry, you're going to find someone who, who, who can handle this area of ministry, make sure they have those things in order. Of course, we could talk about all three of them, but, but let's focus on this. They need to be full of the Spirit. And I, 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 you know, I get this, that people who come to a service like this, there's obviously some kind of desire in you for God. There's some kind of something working in you that says, man, there's more. There, there, I want to be close to Him. I want to know. I want to experience Him. I want God's best in my life. You need to be full of the Spirit if you're going to have God's best in your life. Okay? And, and then Acts chapter 2. Just 
just uh, right before this. Acts chapter 2, this is called the day of Pentecost. Um, It says in verse 1, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were with one accord in one place. All right. Verse 2, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and, and filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them divided tongues of fire and, and, and one sat on each of them. Verse 4, and they were all, all here is speaking of, uh, there's 120 people in the room. Okay, they're, do, do, they're there waiting because Jesus said to wait. He said, go wait, don't do anything else. Go sit there and wait because I'm about to give you something. And they were all, all 120 of them, were filled. And Mary was there. You know, Mary, the mother of Jesus. If you've ever been Catholic, you can appreciate that, right? I mean, you have high respect for Mary. And that she was in there with these others. Uh, uh, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, other tongues just means other languages, but they're languages unknown to the speaker. And uh, so the Spirit gave them utterance, or He gave them the words. It comes from the inside out. The Spirit came upon them and filled them, and they responded by speaking in other tongues. Amen. If you don't do that every day, I'd encourage you to do that every day. Amen. But tonight, I have it. It seems good that we would uh, minister to and take a few minutes here right now anyone everyone who says i haven't received that yet but i want to your desire your hunger for god means something to god like i said earlier there's a response from heaven amen and and so we want you to come and uh, we're going to have those who want this to line up in the front and then we're just we're going to have a a few minutes of prayer we're going to receive this uh, baptism in the holy spirit you're going to be filled with the spirit you'll be able to then and we'll all do that right here is that okay this is a believers meeting so if you don't understand these i know i didn't give a huge explanation there i just gave a kind of mini teaching at you know we have we, we have classes and stuff that give you the full gamut of this uh, on Sunday mornings we have this Holy Spirit class but for but you don't have to know everything about the car to drive it all right we want to give you the keys tonight turn it push the button whatever kind of, you know and uh, and fire this thing up and let you in, and let you drive out of here with power windows amen power of the spirit of god all right uh in your life to a greater degree and so you can receive this tonight amen amen okay so let's all stand i don't know i don't really know know how many how many there are um but if you if you want to receive the baptism of the spirit tonight be filled uh come on down uh now and just make a line up here just like we do kind of on healing nights if you've been to those just line up along here amen amen Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Good, 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 good. Wonderful, wonderful. Good, good. I'm going to go up top so I can talk to everybody. Thank you, Lord. Oh, good, good, good. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. More still coming. So don't everybody get up here that wants to be. Don't say, I wish I would have gone up there later. Just come up here and receive now. Oh, this is good. You can see this is a, there's a hunger, there's a desire for, in your hearts. And uh, 
And so every person, every person is going to be baptized in the Spirit. Now, here's also what I want. I want to get uh, Bible college students. I want you guys to come up behind them. All right, and at the right time, we'll just have you, just so no one's freaking out. Who's touching me? Uh, at, the, at the right time, they'll lay hands on you and just put their hands on your shoulder, something like that. So that's what's going on there. Don't, and uh, we want to make sure and uh, that there's someone by, by everyone. And uh, good, good, good. First of all, of course, this is real important because I don't know all of you very well. Some of you I know more than others, but I don't know everyone real well. And uh, you have to, first of all, before receiving this gift, you need to be saved. Jesus needs to be your Lord and Savior. And maybe that's true for everyone already. But I don't know, I don't know for certain. So we're gonna we're gonna do that first. Alright? And if you're already right with God, you've been born again, good. You're just kind of saying it. Thank you, Lord, it's so. But I think if you're not born again, you've never received the Savior. You probably wouldn't be up here if you didn't want him. So let's do this first. Let's pray the salvation prayer. Right? And if you're giving your heart and life, that way we're going to know, and I'm going to know, we're not going to have any hiccups uh, when we receive the Holy Spirit. So let's all pray this. You're either just saying it or you're doing it. All right? All right, say, say, say it out loud after me. Say, dear God in heaven, I repent of my sins. I turn my life over to you. I believe in Jesus. He died for me on the cross, paid for all my sins. He was raised from the dead. He's alive today. I receive him now as my Savior. I confess that Jesus is Lord. I give all my heart and all my life to you. I receive your forgiveness, eternal life. I'll never be the same. Thank you for washing me clean and giving me eternal life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, okay, okay. Now, that was the most important thing of your life if you had not done that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, now we're going to pray. Very similar to that. We're going to do a repeat after me prayer. All right? It's going to be Holy Spirit prayer. Okay? And uh, just like we read in Acts 19, and then Paul said he laid his hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak with tongues. And there they prophesied too. But in Acts chapter 2, what happened? They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the word. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask, just like that, just like we prayed that prayer. I'm going to do a follow me, pray this after me. And as soon as we are done, we're all going to receive. We're just going to say our end of our prayer will be something like, and thank you, Lord, I receive. I receive the Holy Spirit now, and the Spirit of God will come upon you and fill you, every one of you. And your only part in this, because you can't, that's the God side, so that's covered. He's automatic. He is. You, can, you, can, you, can, you know what to expect with Him, because He'll do what He said. So you'll be filled with the Spirit. Some of you can already sense this, I can. Uh, you'll be filled with the Spirit. Your part then is just to respond to that infilling by beginning to speak with other tongues. It's not going to come out of here. It's coming right out of the inside of you. I'm not going to tell you what to say.
because then that would be my language. It's just going to come up. It's just going to come up from within you. What typically happens is someone gets a sound, a word, something comes up that they can say, and your step of faith is to do exactly that. You say the very thing that comes. All right, and this, the moment you you begin, then it'll Safana Masia Kateta Baluzia Ganda. It'll just it, then it'll it'll flow after that. I don't want you to be bold and just speak out. All right. Hallelujah. Okay, let's do it. Let's pray. Let's do it. Let's just say this. Say this out loud with me. Say, Father God, thank you that I'm saved. I'm in your family. You promised to fill me with your Holy Spirit. And so I ask tonight for that promise that I would be filled with baptized with the Holy Spirit and so I ask now for the Holy Spirit to fill me and I receive the Holy Spirit now and I will speak with tongues as he gives me the words in Jesus name Amen Amen. Now let's go ahead. Shivere Cabana Samila Colada Varoja Gimbana Gasida Hakila Coroba Goriga Dalabanga Stipendia Tonandros Vicendas Mazigi KKK Lecreto Corrike KKK. Yes, Shele Vita Bosana Panatia Shi. Esa Shishena Masali Kanamana Ragula Labanga Sikini Eza Galada. Glory to God. Nice. Go. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Shala Masikila Tela Roba Kusha Brigi Fene Simadana Masakila. Good, you guys are doing great. Sholo Roko Progo Tere Fila Dama Sukarana Branda Giste. Jela Katro Toro Kosa Vringa Tena Visekila Toro Kodiata Tera Panadia. Sholo Treve Visekila Troma Kansa Dutrienda de Vavru. Oh, yeah, bo, 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 Marinke Jela Nuro Bushte Fred. Shevin, Vishi, Kazan, Alan, Sikri, Sakrasa, Kosa. Sholo Dolose, Sholo Dolose. Alakisha Lana Mazak Dranzi Gaitesh. Good, 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 good. Buddha Doro Kiri, Breva Tana Kira, Sandro Koshi, Greta, Sadra Kita, Tana Toropea, Tre Fendi, Lucin K, Sandra Grotesea, Polo Kesa Langro, Sutre Keda, Sandro Boshi, Kede Kamatura, Andro Stige She, Shoro Tori Abraki Samara Devraki, Solo Kara Buddha Kama, Iskorota, Tre, a friend of the Kira Totana Masia, Sele Trabanso Tre, Sebrono, Sandra Pro. Colandro, Cushti, Frege, Banza, Ganza, Roca, Sandro, Bacasi, Vetro, Cosa, Friti, Cheiro, Trama, Cua, Ela, Canza, Lodre, Chisa, Landra, Show, Re, Pahaha, Solo, Dodor, Vanda, Dici, Fre, Che, Somo, Sana, Chila, Sadro, Sela, Caracutro, Bocasi, Franda, Davati, Chicha, Debros, Perechite, Banda, La Dama, Sike, Ahahaha, Solo, Domase, Chede, Venese, Ela, Crubidas, Ora, Crubidas, Kine. Ora clipa tresa mani tena sida. Shishishishishimale lepakota de bragata de burri. Nike deli gambra tsukutu. Shula da bragas. Frege, frege, frogo, tula zanedeke, eteke lana sumuraki, edeke odama. Gegre, dango, trege, frege, tena si prakata sutereas. Ha 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 it's good, huh? <laughs> it's good, huh? Huh? 
something coming up right on the inside. You're letting that flow. Some of you don't like me interrupting you. You want to keep going. Now watch. Here's what the, the Apostle Paul said. 1 Corinthians 14. He said, I will pray with the Spirit. He said, I will pray with the understanding. He said, I'll sing with the Spirit. I'll sing with the understanding. That just means you put a tune to it. You can do that if you want. But he said, I will. That means it was an act of his will. You received the Holy Spirit. Now you can. At any time you choose, you can begin to speak in a language that comes from heaven. Your head is not supposed to understand this, by the way. If you do, you're good. Because that's called an interpretation. You won't always have that for everything that comes out of your mouth. Most of the time you're speaking in tongues, you're not going to know what it means, what you're saying, but it's coming out of the inside of you, inspired by God. It's worship, it's prayer, it's prayer. It's a whole bunch of good things going on. But he said, I can do that whenever I want. I do it, I'll speak with my spirit, I'll speak with my understanding. Amen. And so let's use our will. Let's open up the faucet one more time right now. And from what I can tell, I see people speaking in tongues all across the line. So if there's anyone that's not, I don't know that. But if you hadn't, why don't you do it right now? Just in case there's anyone. If you didn't, say, here we go. Open up that faucet and let it roll out of you. Okay? Don't be shy. You're in good company here. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Thank you, Lord. Sevinha, Brokoste, Freddy, Divistes. We worship you, Lord. Restica la braga do bocine. Hele crane de la bagro, si friend of Maliki di Bozak. Ha 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 ha. Nice. Yes, 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 yes. Lady Fromasan. Presamila cran. Rogo do gojalai di vishimara cala fratele for jealousy. Rosura badama nekera da praga di finija. Creda sero, creo, trena, tela, trena, di vela canda bronda, gisha creva de vama da sakira. Thank you, Lord. Presakira la prakira da manaka tuluroba. Yes, the Freva Nila Banaki Shekreda Vanavana Kisa Labrakeda Sira Rata Mashada Sira. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. We should pray for the Banza Lukrokasi Freva, the Vidi Graza, but a good Banza Suprova de Vesis. Thank you for the power of the Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for utterance in the Holy Ghost. Thank you for boldness. Oh, Rakeda Banashida Labrakeda Samara Vidi Vieta Mashada. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you thanks. We give you praise and glory and honor. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you thanks. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, God is good. Amen. Amen. Now watch. Uh, let's, Let's do this. Let's make our way back to our seats. And, uh, and everybody, would you stay standing for just a moment? Is everybody okay? Standing up? All right, let's, let's, let's make our way back. And, and, and let me say this. Oh, well, it's good to be filled. I want to say a bunch of things, but let me say this. If, if, any, if any of you, you know, about 25 people that came up here refilled, uh, if any of you have questions about that, we have lots of people right up here in the front here who know all the answers. 
because they took a class from mine where I told them everything there is to know about the Holy Spirit. Well, everything that I knew. <laughs> and, uh, and seriously, if you have questions come up after, they'll have a conversation with you, talk, talk things through. And, oh, it's a good thing. But here's one of the deals. I'm doing this for two reasons. One is just the principle. Receiving the Holy Spirit is not just about speaking in tongues. I mean, that's a cool deal. And that's a very useful. Do that every day, by the way. And, and develop and grow. Uh, but it is, it is about receiving power. It's Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 says, You'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you'll be my witnesses. So you have, right now, something working in you that is better than ever before. I heard, I heard this. Someone said this recently. I read this. And they said, they, I like this. They said, the Holy, receiving the Holy Spirit doesn't make me better than you. Receiving the Holy Spirit makes me better than me. You are now, you have greater capability. All right. And so what, what you need to do is look for an opportunity to lay your hands on someone, to pray for a sick person, because there's power in you. There's power to do that. You need to look for an opportunity to pray for a sick, find someone with something wrong and get excited as soon as you do. What? That hurts? Yes. <laughs> and then you do. You get, get out there and you lay hands on them because there's, there's an anointing on your life that'll, that'll, that'll take care of things for people. Oh, it's, so, it's fun too. But here's the other reason. That, that, that's, that's just the principle. Here's the other reason. I heard this inside of me earlier. Uh, pray for one another pray for one another because that's why I wanted you to stay standing for just a minute because I want to do this just, we're going to take a couple minutes and do this I don't know what the needs are but it's right for the body of Christ to be there for each other and for us to pray for one another and, and so uh, best way I can think of how to initiate and get this going is let's just, just to take a minute and just ask. Don't do it yet. But just ask someone near. Hey, anything I can pray for you for? And it might be a bunch of people say, no, I'm good. Fine. Anything I can pray back for you then? Huh? I realize that not everyone has an immediate need, but some do. And, and some, would say, some would really appreciate someone agreeing with them, praying for, for them. I want to take a minute and do that. And we're just going to do that all over the place. Because it's kind of different, huh? Different? But it's good. It's God. This is God. Watch and, see, watch and see what God does all over the place. Things are going to happen all over the place here tonight. So let's take a minute and just do that. And if no one around you needs anything, out or just pray in general. And, uh, and, and but let's do that right now. Then I'll interrupt you in just a minute. Okay? Go. Let's do that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. Thank you, Lord, for the moving of your spirit here tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory and honor. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for working in us, for working among us, for working through us. Thank you for your life. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for your presence in our lives. We give you the glory, we give you the honor, we give you the praise. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Well, God is good tonight. Thank you, Lord. Was anyone praying for stuff that you can identify changes in already? I mean, I know the the context of of prayer can be all over the map. Any, is anybody praying for things like healings, and you've seen changes already in your body? Uh, yeah, some of you have seen that. Praise God for that. Amen. Good stuff going on. Any of you know new Holy Ghost toters? Um, have a sensation of, of anointing or power or virtue or something going out of you when you pray? Does that make sense? Yeah. Good. Now I say that not, not so, so you just go into the sense realm and think I have to feel something when I pray. We pray by faith. It's not by sight. But I'm just telling you through experience it's very common when spirit-filled people start to lay hands on others and pray for them and, and do this stuff, it's not uncommon at all for there to be an awareness of uh, a transfer. And we taught on that last week at the healing meeting about, the, about that anointing that can be transferred. And you can do that on purpose and by faith. And again, you don't have to feel it, don't have to have a, a woo, you know, kind of experience, but sometimes you do and you know what it is. And so it's just normal part of Christianity amen thank you Lord if you have your Bible uh, let me just say a couple things uh, hmm. go to your favorite scripture <laughs> look with me over at, here at second uh, Timothy Second Timothy chapter 2. If you're new to one of these uh, Wednesday night services, um, we're so glad you're here. And uh, these, cha- these they're, honestly, they're really different from week to week. Uh, when I had that on my heart earlier to pray for people to receive the Holy Spirit, I mean, seriously, I thought there might be three, four, five, something like that, people come down to receive. I didn't really know. I just thought, I don't know, maybe that's all. But I, I thought it'll be good because they need to receive this. And, uh, and the desire for people to go further. See, a lot of people come to the Lord and they get born again. And, and wonderful, that's heaven. I mean, that's the most important deal right there. They get born again, but they, they stop there and they don't receive the other things that God has for them. And this is one of them. All believers should receive the Holy Spirit, should speak in tongues every day. And, uh, and that's just one of the tools you have to live the Christian life here on earth. And, and, you know, life can be a challenge sometimes. Anybody ever faced a challenge? And <laughs> You need all the power you can get. And I'm telling you, uh, the Scripture says in Ephesians chapter 3 that, that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. But he goes on to say, according to the power that works in you. 
And so when we become acquainted with and filled with power inside, that's the source. That's the, 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 the starting point for God to do amazing things in your life. It's not just God doing them from out here. It's God doing them from in here. And so you receive the Word, the Spirit, you get full of life and full of Him, and then He does things through you. Yeah. That's why laying on your bed sometimes at night, you get ideas from God. And you find yourself, your mind, you ever have your mind wander? But in a good way? I mean, I get this, I have this all the time. It's just, I just find myself, you know, if I'm sitting there doing nothing, my mind will drift. Now, it's not always spiritual, don't get me wrong, but I'll find my mind will drift onto spiritual things, and I start getting wisdom from God. I start seeing things from Scripture that jump out at me, and I'm thinking, I wasn't even praying. I wasn't even seeking after that. But the Spirit of God, He's always on. Kind of like Mac, He's always on. <laughs> if you know Him, He doesn't have an off switch. <laughs> but the Spirit of God... You know, some people have kind of accused spirit-filled people say, you guys act like you can turn the Holy Spirit on whenever you want. He's never off. He does, he, he's not off. All we're doing is clicking into the person who's always on. That's why you can pray, you can worship, you can speak out in, a, in other tongues anytime you want because he's always on. The power is always available. Amen. But that power works within us. And you stay full of the Spirit. You receive like many did tonight, and, and you stay full now through worship, through praying out in other tongues. You stay full of the Spirit, and what happens is from the inside, God will give you answers. He'll give you direction for your life. He'll give you things that might just seem like that was just an idea. Hey, where'd that thought come from? He'll be giving you stuff. Hey, Amen. Of course, we judge things. Don't just... Every thought that goes through your mind from now on is not automatically a God thought. (laughs) Well, I'm filled with the Spirit now, so everything I think is from the Lord. No, that's not true. (laughs) I'm a pastor. Not everything I think is from the Lord. (laughs) Some thoughts need to be cast down. Let's talk about that for a moment, actually. Look at uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2. Let me just share this a few minutes. I think it's all be. Uh, if I can find a verse that seems like it goes. Verse 23. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes. Now he's writing to Timothy, who's a believer, of course. So sometimes even Christians, spirit-filled Christians, get in foolish and, and, and ignorant disputes. Right? Don't do that. That's bad. Knowing that they generate strife. How many know strife is a manifestation of the devil? Really, James 3, strife is bad news. Refuse it. Don't let it in your house. Resist it. Don't argue with people. Don't fight with people. It's bad news. There's no fighting in heaven. All right? We're yielding to the Spirit of God, which is the Spirit of love. We refuse to have those feelings towards people and and hold on to them. You get them, you you get rid of them quick. It'll, it'll give you, it'll make you, they'll make you sick. They'll cost you in life. You'll make bad decisions. You'll do things you regret if you allow that, those kind of feelings to, to remain. So res, resist them. They generate strife. Verse 24, and the servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach and patient. So if we're servants of the Lord, we don't fight with people. 
Everybody okay? I know that's kind of a whole message right there. but uh. Verse 25, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition. So we do have to deal with opposition sometimes, and, and we do correct sometimes. But how do we do it? With humility. So that's the, our salvation right there. Don't be in pride. Don't be trying to win. I win. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm smart. You're stupid. No, humility. We're only going to help people if we're humble. Okay? If God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth. What's repentance? A lot we could say about that. Repentance starts with a, a person thinking different. Literally, it means to, to have a change of mind, but in its fulfillment, it's a change of mind that leads to a change of action. A repentant person was walking this way, but they thought, that's wrong. I'm going the wrong way. This is not correct. And they think about something different, and they change, and it causes their life to turn around, and they go the other way. All right? So, so what happens is... Uh, People can be corrected and granted repentance so they may know the truth. Now watch. We live in a physical world and a spiritual world. We all know that. The enemy, the devil, demonic forces are constantly at work trying to bring people into bondage. Day and night working even against Christians if they can. I mean, you know the scripture that says that... That Satan walks about like a roaring lion, lion, seeking whom he may devour. He can't just devour anyone at random at will because he's a big bad devil. No, but he's looking for opportunities. Looking for opportunities to, de- to devour people. So the enemy is strategic in his activities to try to end result, get you, get me, get people into bondage. What do you mean bondage? They're behind bars, whether it's literal or, or, or figurative. Behind bars of, of, of limitation, of fear, of emotional problems, of sickness, and some kind of bondage. Wants to take away your life, your freedom, your ability to serve God, to be a witness, to enjoy life. You know what I'm talking about? So he's constantly working against people to, try, to that end to bring them into a state of bondage Uh, In verse 26 says, and that they may come to their senses, talking about people, they've been given over to a, we want them to have a change of mind that they'll walk away from quarreling, from all this nonsense, that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. So, end result, the devil wants people to do his will, not God's will. In order for them to do His will, He must take them captive. He must bind them up in some way where He has influence in their life. And so what does He do? He sets snares, traps, so that people will be trapped so He can bring them into bondage. But what is their trap? Well, they're not in their senses, as it says here. In other words, they're not seeing things clear. They're not seeing it right. Their thinking is wrong concerning something. And because their thinking is wrong concerning something, the enemy has laid that trap and now he can hold them in bondage. 
If ever we find ourselves in bondage of some kind, we're living with great limitation, great bondage, there is somewhere along the line where the enemy has snared us and he has planted thoughts, got us to think wrong about something. That thought pattern led us into a way of living, a way of conducting ourselves that was binding to us. It wasn't the Lord's will. He didn't want it to happen. The enemy laid a successful trap. So because we know that those exist, we should be constantly aware and on the look for what might ensnare us. So the enemy cannot take us captive to do his will, but we remain in a position of freedom. How? We think like God concerning everything. Now that's a challenge, I know, because we don't know everything, but we need to think God thoughts concerning everything happening in life. The enemy is at work to snare you with your thinking, but your repentance brings you back into thinking like God. And you all know, of course, uh, John 8, 32, Jesus said, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. And so the lack of freedom means a lack of knowledge of truth. And the existence of bondage in, in life means that there's a truth I don't know, or there's something I'm believing that's incorrect. Okay, so the enemy's at work to bring that about, but when we see it, what do we do? Well, the Lord will send people with humility to correct us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for correction. That may not, doesn't sound fun, but thank you, Jesus, for correction. Correction comes, what do we do? We repent. And sometimes you might think of repentance as only, well, if you've committed some gross, heinous sin, you need to repent. And if you have, yes, you do. But it can be small things. It can just be, Lord, I'm, I'm wrong about this. I've been blaming you or I've been blaming this. I've been quarreling. I've been, I've been doing something and I need to turn from that. I need to think about this like you do. And when you do, you just walked out of the trap. You walked out of the trap. You walked out of the snare of the devil. You're no longer held captive. You're no longer going to do the devil's will. Look with me at one other verse. Uh... 2 Corinthians 10. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. Chapter 10, verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or fleshy, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Now, a lot of times when you think of strongholds, um, people immediately go to the heavenlies. All of a sudden, we're needing to pull demons out of the sky, you know, and strongholds over cities and, and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And we think, yep, we're doing warfare. We're doing spiritual warfare. We're, ba- we're making war in the heavenlies. But that's not what this is talking about, is it? has nothing to do with battling the devil. Okay, we know there is a devil. I don't want to disregard that. But he, he said, uh, casting down, verse 5, casting down arguments. So strongholds are arguments and every high thing that, it's, that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So one of the things that we should do regularly is identify and pray this way, you guys. Pray that the Lord will help you see things. 
Because we can't address everything uh, at any given moment, and not without revelation would I even know in what particular way the enemy might be lying to someone and might be trying to bring them into captivity in some way. Lord, give me sight. Help me to see. Show me what's going on so I'm ready, I'm prepared, and I recognize when something is, uh, when I'm, I'm beginning to uh, think in a way that's inconsistent with truth, inconsistent with, with, with your word. And when we see that, we recognize, I'm thinking wrong about that. Then what are we going to do? We're going to take that thought captive. Because listen, you either take your thoughts captive, or the enemy will end up taking you captive. And the only, I think one of the primary, one of the only ways, I don't want to be all, you know, make an all-inclusive statement without really thinking it through. One of the primary ways the enemy takes captive of people is right here if he can't get your mind he can't get you if he can't get your thinking he can't get to you if your thoughts and my thoughts were always on things that are above if our thoughts were always on the 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 finished work of the cross and jesus and god's great love for us and his power within us and the kingdom of god and all if our thoughts were always the enemy doesn't have a chance but sometimes we respond and things happen in life or people treat us a certain way or circumstances go against us and we begin to interpret incorrectly. And the enemy will help you to misinterpret things. Huh? You ever misinterpret a conversation before? You assigned someone an intent that really wasn't there, a motive. So I know why you did that. I know exactly why you said that. <laughs> no, you really don't. <laughs> but the enemy will help that because he wants to stir up strife. He wants to stir up all this division to the end that he keeps us captive. The more captive we are, the less, obviously, free we are to do God's will, to enjoy this life. He wants to keep you captive. So watch out for thoughts. How are you interpreting things when stuff happens? When things happen in, in the country? When things happen, people say things, just different circumstances. Watch out for those thoughts. If you get hit with a, a physical problem, ah, what's, what thoughts go through your mind now? Because some of them are going to be from the enemy, and the end result of that is to keep you in bondage. But I want to think God, thought, God thoughts. And if I find myself thinking the wrong way about something, it's the enemy trying to hold me captive. I'm going, to take it, I'm going to take the thought captive. I'm going to submit it to Christ. How do I submit it to Christ? I find the promise of God. I find the words of Jesus. I say, what did the Lord say about this? How did, how did He say I should deal with this? So I take my thought, my plan, my way, what I feel like doing, and I submit it to the words of God. All right? Now, it's subject. Christ is dominant. Truth is in me. Truth makes freedom. The enemy cannot keep, take me captive to do His will. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good. That help anyone? That's two sermonettes in the same night. Sermonettes. They're like chicken nuggets. <laughs> Amen. And I know chickens don't really have nuggets. Uh, but there's most certainly are, are, are nuggets in the Word of God of truth. 
And, uh, and if that speaks to you, uh, then take that and put that into practice and meditate on these things. Give yourself wholly to them. Your progress will be evident to all. And, uh, and good things, good things. Amen. Father, thank you for what you're doing here tonight. Thank you for how you're helping us. Oh, you are teaching us, showing us, revealing truth to us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit who fills us. Oh, we give you glory and praise. Glory and praise. Thank you for good days to come, bright future. Thank you, the glorious path we are on. It grows brighter and brighter and brighter. And you're leading your people. Thank you, Lord. I believe you are leading your people into an abundance of your grace. Oh, thank you, Lord. You provide for us every day in every way. You order our steps aright. Thank you for divine appointments and increases for job opportunities for some. Lord, all these things are coming to pass. We trust you. We rely upon you. You are help in time of trouble, help in time of need. We give you all the praise, all the praise. Give everyone now wisdom from above. Wisdom, I pray, wisdom that they will see. They will see every thought that's contrary to you. They may take it captive and submit it. Submit it to you so we can think your thoughts and then walk your ways. We give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. In Jesus' precious name. God is good. Hallelujah. It's good presence of the Lord here tonight. Thank you, Lord. Well, uh, I guess we can be done. <laughs> Sometimes it gets really good right when, right when it's quitting time. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, I encourage you all uh, tonight. Uh, pray for one another more and just you see opportunities or as you're led. Sometimes you just you just led to say, hey, can I pray for you? Just follow those leadings as you do, because the Lord will, will work through you. And uh, one of the things I've, well, I've shared with our Bible college students on different occasions is I have found this to be true through, just through practice. Many times I have been sometimes right here, but I'm checking my heart and I have nothing. What do I mean nothing? No word from God, no direction, nothing to say. But as soon as I take a step to do it, the Lord gives me something. I've had this where I go, you know, I might look at someone and say, okay, no, I don't have anything to pray over you or say to you or anything. But the moment I start, the Lord gives me revelation. I've had that happen not lots of times. And so... Sometimes we, we, we miss out on opportunities for God to move when we sit back and say, all right, God, if you want to do it, you're going to have to do it because it's either all you or it's not, not going to happen. It's never all God. It's God in you. He's the head. We're the body. It's not all God. <laughs> it takes a person to take a step of faith, and when they do and they step out, then God works with them. So I encourage you to look for opportunities, pray for people, have a little bit of an inkling unction or someone just asks, go for it. Amen. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, we'll receive the offering tonight. While we're praying, I might get more things. <laughs> we'll pray over the offering. You're giving in the offering tonight, so uh, we'll be ready to do that. And uh, maybe we'll be dismissed in a minute. Father, thank you for the offering tonight. Thank you for uh, blessing everybody, for increasing each one. Thank you, Lord, for blessing and increasing each one. We give by faith. We give with joy. We give with thanksgiving. Thank you for the fullness of your provision in every home and every life. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Well, he's good. Amen. Amen. Say, well, did you get anything? Well, I did. Just one word. It's the word grand. So what does that mean? Well, it's not small. I do, but I just hear that coming up. God's plans for you are better than your plans for you. God's future for you, what he has in mind, is, uh, is great. It's grand. God's not thinking small thoughts concerning us. He's thinking good, good things. So, well, not not all of us certainly. Yeah, you can opt out if you want, but you don't have to. God, He's no respecter of persons. He has a different calling for every person. But we, whatever He wants everyone to do individually, is highly significant to Him. There are no insignificant people in God's family, in God's kingdom. His plans for you are great. Yeah, grandioso in my native German tongue. What? L, L, grandioso. What? In Max's native tongue, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Let's just pray one more time. We're going to be dismissed, I think. Father, thank you for what you're doing here. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Lord, you empower everyone. You empower everyone. You empower everyone to do your will. Thank you, Lord. You equip and enable every person to do your will. We walk not in our own strength or ability. It's not according to our wisdom. It is by the Spirit of the Lord that we go that we accomplish, that we do what you've called us to do. We receive the abundance of your grace, the manifold grace of God, gifts in every person's life. We acknowledge it, we receive it, we act upon it, and we do it. Thank you, Lord. Great things to come. Great things to come. Great things have just begun. Thank you, Lord, for your mighty presence and your mighty power in Jesus' name precious name thank you Lord say I receive it say I believe it and I receive it amen amen bless you tonight we got a big announcement Sunday tell you on Sunday
We hope you enjoyed this message. Find our other messages on iTunes or visit our website at lcboise.com and follow us on social media, Life Church Boise. Thank you and have a blessed day. Thank you.